There are two acronyms that will either change your real estate business or get you started on the right foot, and you must understand them as a real estate agent. SOI and CRM, the sphere of influence and the client relationship manager are absolutely keys to everybody's business. And the honest truth is most of the time people use these kind of synonymously until you understand the difference and start utilizing them appropriately. You don't have the right to use them synonymously, but when you do, your business will change forever. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy. What's up, guys? Jeremy Kane with Real Estate Agent Playbook, both on YouTube and the podcast. Super excited you are joining me today. Uh, throw me a like, comment, subscribe on YouTube, and definitely follow my, me on the podcast world. And if you feel so inclined, leave a five-star review. We're going to dive right in here. But first, I want to call attention to the comments below. There's a link to my free mini course on building a sphere of influence and some tips and tricks that I have. It's only three little courses, but it's absolutely free. So check it out if you're interested. Okay, so first we must define what a client relationship manager is, a CRM. This is a database in which you house all of your clients and all of their information. And if you have a good one, it'll do some cool automations for you. You can put people into campaigns and we'll talk a little bit about that later, but ultimately it's an organization tool and it's different from just a spreadsheet on Google Docs or Excel because it interacts and you can set timing and do all the things. I know some of the fancy Excel users out there can make that happen, but the honest truth is you really need a CRM if you're going to stay organized and crush the real estate game. The next term and acronym we're going to dive into is SOI, sphere of influence. And some people think that the CRM and sphere of influence are the same. You know, people talk about having names in their CRM and, you know, having friendships in their CRM, whatever. The truth is that they're very different. The sphere of influence is actually the people in the, the sphere that lives inside your CRM if you're organized. And the honest truth is I would say 99.9 of real estate agents in general do not have their entire sphere of influence in their CRM. And if they do, they're not utilizing their CRM appropriately. This isn't a whole video on how to set up your CRM. If you're looking for that, check out this video right here. And that, that'll go through all the steps I did to set up my CRM and how to kind of get the basics and the foundation off and running so you're doing well. So let's talk about why people use it synonymously and why that is okay, but it's not necessarily accurate. Some people say you need a CRM, you know, work your CRM, work your CRM. Some people say you need a sphere of influence, work your sphere of influence. So you see how they're kind of used interchangeably, but until you utilize them appropriately, you're not really doing what you need to do. So basically my strategy is Everyone that's in my sphere of influence, I capture their information. I go on my CRM. I have back-end things set up, um, not automations. We'll talk about that in a second. But just, you know, hey, they have, you know, their home anniversary or their birthdays or their address or their emails. And every piece of contact information I can get from my sphere of influence into my CRM helps me stay top of mind and communicate with them along the client journey that I've also created. So let's talk about it. The chat GPT and all the AI movement that's going on. There's all kinds of different things that people are using right now to shortcut um, 
you know, descriptions and listing descriptions and all of that. This is kind of the original AI of the real estate world and drip campaigns, right? So you were able to dump someone into a drip campaign in your CRM. If you're a member of one of the more popular ones, sometimes the members share C or uh, drip campaigns within the CRM. And that's, you know, all an option. It's not like once you are part of KV Core or Lion Desk or whatever, that you have to share everything. It's just an option when you create a drip campaign. Now, the honest truth is I don't use the drip campaigns. As you may have seen this video right here about drip campaigns suck. Um, but that's, that's the case that, you know, in the CRM, I'm able to lay out tasks and CRM is more like my day planner. Right. I come in to the office, I double click on the CRM, open it up, check it out. And it tells me if I'm organized, which I'm, I'll tell you right now, I'm not the most organized at the moment, but we're getting there. Um, if you set it up properly and you put people into certain lanes or certain groups or whatever they're called within the CRM, then it tells you, OK, you need to call John Smith. Oh, you need to send a text for this birthday. You need to, you know, send cookies for this home anniversary and all of that organized. If you utilize that and you use it on a daily basis and you live in your CRM, that'll help you stay and keep track of your interactions with your sphere of influence. And so the drip campaign thing, it works for some. It doesn't work for me. I subscribe to a weekly email system that I've talked about. And so that's kind of my drip campaign. That's how I'm dripping on people is providing more value than just, you know, clickbaity emails and, and text messages that are associated with most of those drip campaigns. Some people are great at it. I also don't do a lot of paid online leads. And so my mass is not as big you know, as far as leads coming in and trying to get them top of funnel down. So when I'm dealing with this, the CRM is more of a task manager versus, you know, an automation type thing. And it's really nice because the tasks come up and it, th that part is automated, but I'm the one that's doing the outreach or, you know, doing the weekly email or weekly videos or whatever. And that's kind of just all part of my sphere of influence and how I interact with people within that to stay top of mind. So here's the key thing I want you to hear from this episode. And this is something that allows me to live my life and interact with my sphere of influence as I do as a, a self-proclaimed extrovert. Um, I'm able to do the things I love to do, do them with my family, do them with my friends, but I just do them with intention, right? If I can pull people and meet different people who are in, you know, my friend's sphere or, you know, different spheres that I, you know, interact with, if I can just go to those things and live in the moment and be in the moment and create that relationship. And then I can put that relationship into my CRM, hopefully, because I did it intentionally because, you know, I said, hey, let's grab coffee. Let's reconnect. Let's do this. Let's do that and get one piece of contact information or, you know, connect with them on Facebook and send them a message and say, hey, it was great meeting you. You know, would love to grab coffee sometime. What's a good phone number for you? Whatever those, you know, tactics are to get that contact information obviously take them to coffee if you're doing that don't uh don't be a liar and not do that that's exactly how you kind of do it and you're still doing the things you love to do you're still spending time with your family your friends but you're doing it with a little more intention and if you can do this you will have a prosperous real estate business because you're enjoying every single second of your business and the truth is when you find people that are in similar spheres or networks that you like to you know go or entertainment or whatever meals whatever it is if you find people that are more like you that are also there for entertainment or whatever 
then it's often nicer to work with them. And, you know, we've talked a lot about the ideal client avatar, but the point is if you're just capturing that information and being able to stay top of mind, you never know when your brother's good buddy who was watching the game with you at the bar the other day is going to run into somebody and be like, Hey, I met this really cool realtor, Jeremy, or, you know, Jeremy took me out to lunch the other day. So once you have that sphere of influence, you're constantly driving people in your CRM. This is not something that you kind of set and forget. Your CRM is a living, breathing document of what you're doing out in the open in your sphere of influence to drive people in the CRM, stay organized, stay top of mind. And then that's ultimately where the real conversations happen and conversations are converted to closings and closings convert to lifelong relationships if you manage them right, which is also within the CRM. A lot of our stuff that I've talked about on these episodes is focused on getting the clients, getting the information. It's what we do after we have the information to really scale the business that matters. And so this CRM is a great tool to take them from lead to conversation to closing to forever relationship. And if you can manage that whole thing, it should literally be almost like a biography of your your relationship with that person. You know, when you have a phone call, take quick notes. When something happens in their life, hey, you know, Johnny's daughter just graduated high school. You know, that stuff can be in there so that as you build it up and as you are interacting with more and more people, you can click on Johnny's name in your CRM when you see his phone number pop up on your phone and see where you left off if you don't remember. I'm a memory guy, so that that helps me a little bit, but there's things that I'm forgetting as I get older. So this CRM is almost like a second brain so that it constantly updates you. And we all know that there's people that, you know, maybe luckily stay top of mind that you haven't entered in your CRM or something, or maybe you entered them when you first did it because you're being diligent and, you know, you haven't heard from them since. It's really nice to pull it up and be like, uh okay, yeah, I know who you are. I know where I met you. I know who I know you through so we can reference that. But you don't have to be like, uh, who are you again? Because <laughs> that's awkward because we've all done that too. So that's where kind of the sphere of influence and the CRM work. And if you're working the sphere of influence, driving them to the CRM, then at that point, you can use these two terms synonymously and you'll absolutely crush your business. So thanks so much for tuning in today. Please like the episode, please leave a review on the podcast, wherever you're listening to podcasts. And I'm super excited to continue helping you win at the game of real estate. Let's go. 